You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. As you all know, um, this is your host, Isaac Watson. And I just, as I always do, want to take this time and thank all of my listeners, all of my downloaders, all of my supporters, subscribers, uh, every last one of you who have written a review. Thank you so much. Um, It just means so much to me that you take the time that you're actually receiving uh, from this platform And uh, even those of you who write me and and give me feedback as to how uh, Church Talk with Isaac has helped you and has blessed you. Thank you so very much for that. Um, Do me a favor, if you can, wherever you are, stop doing whatever you're doing. And I want you to take some time, if you have not already, and I would like you to rate Church Talk with Isaac. Do that now. And if you will, go ahead and write a review. Take about a minute or two. And just write a review about how previous episodes have helped you, have blessed you, have enlightened you. Uh, um, It really helps me to know how I'm reaching uh, my audience as well as um, others who are looking for platforms and podcasts with content like this. It helps them to find Church Talk with Isaac. It makes it more uh, 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 visible. Uh, to them if they are looking to download Church Talk with Isaac as well. So go ahead and take a minute to do that. And then we're going to jump right into this topic. All right. Go ahead and pause it if you have to. And I'll be beginning in three, two, one. All right, y'all. Listen, Um, I want to jump into this topic because I think that this is something that not only can apply to the church world, but this is a topic that can apply to anyone that wants to grow in anything. And then I'm also going to bring a little bit of language and clarity uh, to some uh, concepts uh, that are within the church as well. Today, I want to talk about how to be mentored, how to be mentored. Now, being mentored and mentorship is not exclusive for the church. You can be mentored in various areas, in various aspects of your life. I'm going to define what I believe the difference between mentorship and um, discipleship. I'm going to define the difference between uh, mentorship, discipleship and fathering and mothering. Um, But I do want to make known that mentorship is not something that is exclusive for the church. You can be mentored in business. You can be mentored in technology. You can be mentored in your family life. You can be um, 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 mentored in parenting. You can be mentored in any area that you want to grow in. So um, some of the differences with mentorship and discipleship is uh, with mentorship. Oftentimes uh, it focuses on specific areas of expertise. Uh, It focuses on specific areas of interest. Um, While on the other hand, discipleship itself, it grounds you in fundamental living. So it's dealing with more than just specific areas. Discipleship from a Christian perspective is um, it is a tool. It is a means that's used to help ground you in how to live this life out. So mentorship oftentimes will deal with skill development, skill sets or experience development, while discipleship, discipleship, on the other hand, deals with life development. So, again, mentorship typically deals with skill development or experience development, while discipleship deals with life development. I think everybody should have mentors. 
You should have people in your life that are dis- helping to disciple you. Um, I think both are very important. All right. Now, what some people really get mixed up in and what they get confused about is, hey, this person's in my life. They've been in my life. Are they a mentor? Are they a uh, someone who's simply discipling me or should I see them as a father? Should I see this individual as a mother in my life, a spiritual father or a spiritual mother? And um, if you want, you can go back. You can look at uh, some of my earlier episodes where I've dealt with specifically spiritual fathering, spiritual mothering um, within the first. I don't remember exactly which episode, but within the first five, I believe, episodes. Um, actually, I think it might even been the first one, um, the, the first two or three episodes we dealt with spiritual fathering and spiritual mothering. So go back and listen to that. But there are some people who are who are battling with and struggling with, OK, is this person they've been instrumental in my life? Um, I've received a lot from them or, hey, um, I see this person. I feel like they have something that I may need. Uh, I, I, I love what they're doing. I want to connect with them. Should I connect with them as a father or mother? Or should I connect with them as a discipler or as a mentor in my life? And what we have to determine are some of the differences between what a discipleship relationship looks like versus what a father-mother relationship looks like. All right. Now, one of the main differences between discipleship and fathering is typically with discipleship, um, discipleship is typically principle based. So it's you learning certain principles um, to live by that's helping to ground you in these particular principles. So discipleship is typically principle based, whereas when you're dealing with fathering and or mothering, fathering and mothering is typically identity based. So it's it's there. They are different. Someone can disciple you. Someone can mentor you and not necessarily add to your identity or give language to your identity. They're they're simply adding um, to your skill set, to your knowledge, to your experience and or they're adding to just ground you in the basic Christian life. All right. Whereas fathering and mothering identifies um, um, they, they help to identify who you are, what God has called you to do. And fathering is identity based. And um, because it's identity based in, in, in many cases, in most cases, a father and a mother that's in your life, they um, that relationship typically requires longevity and commitment. Now, when we're dealing with mentorship, um, mentors don't necessarily they, they are not necessarily in your life for the for the long haul. Um, when you're dealing with mentors or even people who are discipling you. Typically, um, they may be in your life or they may even if they're in your life, they may give you what they have for a particular season. So mentors, um, they can be temporary. Now, I do want to say this. I do believe that there can be mentors that are in your life for the long haul, but typically that's not the case. And although mentors um, are intended to be temporary, they they can also be there for the long run. They can also be there for a lifetime. Um, so again, let me say that again, discipleship or mentoring, um, although intended typically to be temporary, they can be in your life for the long run. Mentors can be in your life for a lifetime. Disciplers, uh, disciplers or teachers can be in your life, uh, for a lifetime. Now, fathering and mothering on the other hand, although fathering, 
um, is meant to be for a lifetime, they can be temporary. So let me say that again. I believe that fathering and mothering, when someone places a father or God places a mother in your life or there's a relationship that's organically developed there um, where you see that father and mother dynamic develop. I believe those relationships are actually intended to be for a lifetime. However, they can be temporary. Now, whether or not these relationships are for a lifetime, whether they're temporary, whether we're dealing with mentorship, discipleship or fathering, all of these things depend on the expectations laid out in the relationship. And they also depend on whether or not these expectations are upheld. So I believe that there are some relationships that were intended to be a lifetime, whether it's a father or mother relationship. But because um, the expectations were not upheld on one side or the other or both sides, um, the relationship has been severed or 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 it's been discontinued or um, it's been changed in, in some or modified in some way. Likewise, with discipleship, there there are some there are some disciplers in people's lives that could have possibly been there for the long haul for a lifetime. But because of unmet expectations, because of unheld um, um, sides of expectations where um, where the expectations are not upheld by one or the other side. Um, I believe that those relationships can be severed. All right. So I'm going to say that again, y'all. Mentorship or discipleship typically are temporary, but they can be for a lifetime. Fathering and mothering, they they are intended to be for a lifetime, but they can be temporary. It all depends on the expectations and whether or not those expectations are being upheld. Now, what I want to do with this next segment uh, of time that I have is I want to begin to deal with several ways of how to be mentored the right way. Um, because one of the things that I've discovered, one of the things that I've seen is that there are many people who say they want mentorship. There are people who say they want discipleship. There are people that say they want mothers and fathers in their life. But the fact of the matter is you don't really want it. I think what you really want is a friend. You want someone that you can hold, that you want them to hold you accountable and you want to hold them accountable and you want a, an accountability partner and not really a, 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 a mentor or a discipler, uh, uh, or a father or a mother. So I want to deal with some things because I believe that when we're dealing with being discipled and we're dealing with being fathered or mothered, that your posture, your position, the way that you see your outlook on it, um, you, I believe that all of these things matter uh, in receiving a mentor, a spiritual father, a spiritual mother, or a discipler. All right, the first thing that you need when you decide that you need a mentor you need to be discipled. The first thing that you need to evaluate is your humility level. Are you humble? Are you teachable? Um, if they tell you something, even if it offends you, are you willing to um, to work through it? Are you willing to listen? Are you going to get offended and then run or discontinue the relationship? Because in many relationships, when you're dealing with discipleship, Times of offense are going to come up. It's not going to always be rosy. It's not going to always be good uh, um, or, or um, um, there are going to be some times where you may be challenged in your identity, challenged in what you do, challenged in what you say. And it takes a tremendous deal of, of humility in order to say, look, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to um, I'm going to humble myself and uh, I'm going to be teachable. Um, uh, my grandfather used to always say this and, and uh, I, I quote this often. 
my grandfather would always say, the more I learn about this and that, the more I learn I know nothing about this nor that. And uh, I believe that <laughs> that's been something that's really helped me in life. And I believe that if you're looking to be discipled, if you're looking to be father to mother, that's something that you should probably evaluate yourself. So humility is the first one. The second thing that you need in order to be mentored effectively is honor. If you're wanting someone in your life, um, it's impossible for you to receive from someone that you do not honor. Now, when I talk about honor and again, I've done several episodes on honor in the past. You can go, you can look at them, you can listen to them. All right. Um, when I talk about honor, I'm dealing with seeing people the way that God sees them, not the way you want to see them, not the way they want to be seen. But being able to um, being able to look past the dirt in their life and find the gold, the areas of their life that are worth um, celebrating, the areas of their life that you're able to receive from. Can you honor them? Do you have honor in your life or are you are you going to? Um, you know, are you going to are you going to talk about them behind their back? Are you going to um, smiling in their face all the time you want to take their place? You know, backstabbers. Are you going to you know, so how are you going to deal with them? Are you going to see them with eyes of honor? Will you will you be able to to see the value, the weight that they carry when we deal with honor? That's something else we talk about, the value and the weight that they carry and receive them based upon who God has called them to be and what you know that they carry that they can deposit into your life they can impart into your life they can they can release into your life whether it's information whether whether it's experience uh, whether it's skill sets they can teach you something whatever it is are you able to honor them you need honor in order to be discipled the right way all right um also with honor uh, um, I also want to say this. When you are looking to be discipled the right way, one of the things that you want to watch out for is familiarity. When 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 familiar when when familiarity begins to creep into a relationship, typically what that is is a loss of honor. Um, typically what it is, is you become common with the areas you once received from. And now you've placed yourself in a position to where um, you've gotten uh, so fam so comfortable uh, with them that now you're no longer seeing them the same way that you saw them before. Now you're looking at them in a way to where um, you're not able to um, to get from them what you were getting before. You're talking to them more like a friend than someone um, who has actually been set in your life to help develop you, to help teach you, to help give you experience, whatever it may be. So one of the things that we have to look for, you cannot say that you honor someone without really uh, examining whether or not you are becoming too familiar with them at the same time. Now, I'm not talking about not having relationship with them. I'm not talking about um, not being able to laugh with them and, and, and joke and all of those different types of things. I'm talking about making sure that that um, that you're tending to the matters of your own heart to where um, to whereas you're able to still see them again the way that God sees them and not the way that you want them to be seen. All right. The third thing that's needful in a, in a relationship where you want to be um, where you're looking to be discipled, where you're looking to be mentored is submission. And even when we're dealing with submission, submission is rooted in honor. When I'm talking about submission, I'm talking about coming under their wisdom. I'm talking about uh, I'm not talking about being forced into subjection. I'm not talking about being controlled. When I deal with submission, I am dealing with your a willingness to allow them to serve you in the areas that you know you can benefit from. So when we're dealing with submission, we're dealing with coming under their wisdom. Now, the fact of the matter is that you can't receive from them if you think you know just as much as them. 
You can't receive from them if you see yourself eye to eye with them. You can't receive from them if you think that um, that you're better than them. When you have someone in your life that you see as a father, a mother, a mentor, a discipler, um, you have to learn how to submit yourself. Now, I know that because of the abuses in the church, that's almost become like a cuss word in the church. But the fact of the matter is that if you want to grow, you must learn how to come under teaching, come under discipleship, come under discipline. You have to learn how to come under wisdom um, and 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 uh, you have to learn how to submit um, to those that you desire to receive from. And let me tell you this, people who disciple, people who mentor, people who father, people who mother, they know when when the ones that come to them saying that they want to be discipled, they know when they really don't. They know when uh, these individuals really just want a friend or they want to have someone that they could, you know, let them know how much revelation they have or whatever the case may be. They know the difference. They know when you're trying to see eye to eye with them. And the fact of the matter is that if you want this type of relationship, I'm not talking about this relationship being forced on you. But if this is a, a type of relationship that you want with an individual, you have to learn how to come under their wisdom, come under their instruction, come under their knowledge, come under their impartation, come under the areas that you feel like you can receive from in their life all right the fourth thing that's needed in a mentorship um relationship is trust now some people they say they want to be mentored and then you get into the relationship and they're like i don't know i've always had a hard time trusting i've always had a hard time letting people in and in fact of the matter is this those things may be true but if you came to an individual saying that you want um, them to disciple you, then you shouldn't give them the task of having to dig deep in and and having to uproot all of these trust things that you have going on. If uh, uh, if if you have all those issues and you're not willing to, to 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 open up and trust, then you're not ready for discipleship. You're not ready for mentorship. You're not ready for fathering or mothering. All right. When it is you that are going, that's that's coming to them saying that this is what you want. You have to be willing to have trust trust is not always easy because trust means that there's an opportunity that you may get hurt there's an opportunity that you may get betrayed there's an opportunity you may get wounded there's an opportunity that um that you may get slandered but the fact of the matter is that is is that when you are looking for a particular thing to grow in a particular area or even when it comes to fathering and mothering you're looking to grow in your identity as a son or daughter of god you have to develop trust with the leadership the mentors, the fathers, the mothers that are in your life. You need trust. If you don't have trust, you have to allow God to deal with your heart. The Bible talks about um, how how we are to guard our heart because out of it flows the issues of life. We are to tend to the matters of our heart and weave through it and have discernment while we're searching the depths of our own heart because of what flows out of it. Get out all of those toxicities, all of those things that hinders you from growing and uh, and learn how to trust the people that are in your life that have been set in your life or that have developed in your life um, um, in order to help you grow. All right. The last point I want to cover is transparency. You need transparency in a mentorship or father mother relationship. Transparency is key. Now, this is what I want to say about transparency, because some people will say, well, I am transparent. But the fact of the matter is that you're only transparent when you get caught. All right. And I want to say this. Don't wait until you're against the wall to be honest. 
Don't wait until you get caught. Don't wait until somebody have a prophetic dream or whatever the case may be. And then say, you know what? You're right. Listen, when I'm dealing with transparency, I'm dealing with communicative proactivity. I'm dealing with you being proactive in your communication, meaning this. Don't wait until things get bad before you start talking about what's going on in your life. If you want a mentor that can best assist you, your the best practice that you can do is be completely honest and transparent with them and let them know what's going on with you. Don't make them have to be prophetic. Now, it's, it's, it's cool if they are prophetic. It's cool if God gives them a dream or a vision. If God talks to them about what's going on with you, if they discern what's going on with you, that's cool. That's good. But it's better when they don't have to do that. And when you're honest with them and you're upfront with them and you're talking to them about what's going on with you, you need transparency in these types of relationships. All right. So there, there are more points that can be covered, but these are the ones that I wanted to take the time in this time that I have um, to cover. Listen, I believe everybody should have mentors. Everyone should have disciplers um, and and, there are, and and everyone should have mothers and fathers or mother and father types in their life that are able to pour into their life to help them grow and become all that God has called them to be. So I hope that this episode was a blessing to you. Listen, this is Church Talk with Isaac. Um, again, write a review. Do what you need to do. Uh, I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of you and I pray you have a great day. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.